if you only knew how much money has been spent to brainwash you, you would actually feel really special. The Kate Daly Show starts now. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Even comedians would get on stage and they would shame people for trying to get informed about a medical treatment that was experimental that they had to take or they would lose their jobs and they wouldn't be able to travel. And when people tried to get informed about that, other people shamed them. They would say, please tell me you're not going to do your own research. <laughs> You've heard people say that. Please don't do your own research. You know, before COVID, doing your own research used to be called reading. Now you're shaming me for reading? <laughs> At the behest of Big Pharma? It's like I woke up in the middle of a Bill Hicks bit. Well, it looks like we got ourselves a reader. That's how much people internalized the propaganda from Big Pharma, was that they would, shape, they would be anti-intellectual enough to shame people for reading while they're wagging their finger at them for doing it. You would never shame people for trying to get informed, no matter what other subject it was, no matter how unimportant. Like if I say, hey, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go buy a car. Don't look into it. Well, how will I know which car to get? Ask the salesman, he's the expert. What are you, Henry Ford? Welcome, Kate Daly Show. How much do I love that bit? I love that bit. That is a Jimmy Dore. Fantastic comedy. I love it when they poke fun because sometimes in laughter we can we can do and say things that finally resonate with people. So I really love that. Welcome to the show. It's a Friday show and I have a wonderful guest. So I'm going to get right to her. She's one of my favorite people. And uh, she was instrumental in helping me get my husband out of the hospital alive. And <laughs> so I really credit her there too. And also just kind of being on the forefront of watching, looking, knowing what's really going on and a deep, deep researcher. Welcome to the show, Dr. Lee Merritt. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me back. You betcha. Oh, I know it. Will you tell people for about like 60 seconds your background in, in being a, a sure. physician? Well, yeah. I mean, and it sounds, I, I, I was once a medical uh, member of the Flat Earth Society. I now am a recovering physician, but I, I classically <laughs> trained. I was at the University of Rochester, New York. Uh -huh. I graduated in 1980. Mm -hmm. I did an orthopedic surgery residency in the Navy. I went back to Rochester after I got out and been over 10 years in the Navy, and then I went back and did a spine surgery fellowship. And, and the one thing that kind of pertinent to the current crisis that we've just gone through was that when I got out of that, I was in Washington, D.C., and I was the doctor on a subcommittee of the Congress called the Navy Research Advisory Committee, and we looked at defense things for the Navy, hmm. for future Navy services. And we literally met, you know, I met in a, a locked room with these uh, captains of industry, and just because to make myself useful, I thought, well, I'll study bioweapons and chemical weapons. And mm -hmm. so I've been following that community for a long time, and I'll, mm -hmm. that's kind of why in January of 2020, I looked around and I, I, got, I started reading some of the Russian literature on, and I got a whole, or got, found some guys on, and, they, and the Russian bioweaponeers were saying right away, they said, this is not a naturally occurring disease, this is a bioweapon, and we don't think the Chinese have started it. So that was my entry into this whole thing, and I, and it's been just a 
bumpy ride. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> and has. And I was cancel cultured, so I don't practice orthopedic spine surgery anymore, but uh, that's okay. I was ready to retire, so uh, I just went into a different war. Well, and you've been so instrumental in waking people up. Thank you for that. And very outspoken and spending your time doing it, which isn't easy to do. Um, I also wanted to mention Riley Gaines is on the show in the next hour as well. And um, in this hour, we're going to cover a little bit about uh, Miami, also the history of virology, uh, something there. We'll probably start with that or Epstein. Um, and, you know, Epstein has been in the news. Did you want to talk about that for just a moment? Well, I mean, I won't pretend to be an Epstein expert, sure, but it's, sure. I, I've been watching everything. <laughs> I know, <laughs> you, know you have. I become, I mean, at three in the morning, that's if I text you, you know what's going on. <laughs> so um, true. <laughs> but, you know, first of all, I, I want to say that. Uh, there is no question that this whole Epstein thing, this was an intelligence program being mm -hmm. run mm -hmm. against our politicians. Yeah. I mean, this, is, this doesn't take a brainchild to figure this one out, that, that both Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell, however they pronounce her name, they were Mossad agents. Yeah. They, were, they were working in conjunction with the Mossad, and they were, according to you know, Virginia Jeffrey or whatever, how you pronounce her name, mm -hmm. she was the one that took people on a tour. And I, I remember one time she was saying that, that she was giving a tour and she had some client with her. And this is when she was a young woman that was probably underage, but she said she was taking them to the brownstone, and she said, yeah, down there on that, that window over there with the bars on it, that right-hand side, that's where the guys with the headphones sit. Mm. You know, and we know he was taping all this. So this was about a honey trap for, mm -hmm. against our sure. government, our government sure. people, our congressmen and our senators. And looking around the world, it's my impression that every one of those guys up there, if they're not, not able to be extorted, if mm -hmm. they're not able to be blackmailed, they're either killed or they get out. Yeah. So we've got a completely captured government structure. And this is the way it's been done. The Chinese, you know, look at Eric mm -hmm. uh, Swalwell. Yeah. You know, get yeah. caught with a Chinese honeypot. They, this is, unfortunately, this is what's, what's contributed to not being able to break anything free. And, can, can you tell um, I guess people? The one thing I'll say is, yeah. you know, they always want to associate Trump with, with yes. Epstein. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think I it's nonsense. And, and more, yeah, I don't think that's at all right. In fact, he, he dumped, he, when he figured out what was going on, mm -hmm. and I think it was over, over Epstein trying to um, make time with the daughter, a very young daughter of one of the club members, he, he got him out of Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and then, you know, there's been, there were all these stories going around about, you know, nice things that Trump did, mm -hmm. you know, about helping people that worked for him and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But one of the stories I remember was when he was, his chauffeur took him to a party at Epstein's place down mm -hmm. in Miami or someplace. And he, he got up, he was, as they drove up to the party, there were all these you know, they could see the people out by the yeah. pool. And there were all these kids in the pool. And, and, and Trump said to the chauffeur, well, look at that. Isn't he a nice guy to invite the neighborhood kids? Yeah. But about 15 minutes later, he comes running back from, from that party and got back in the car and said, I'm never going to one of those again. So you know what he figured out. Yeah, I, I mean, do. Yeah, I, I do. That's, and there's, oh, I saw one. This is a funny one. This is What's the, that? the, when you're doing Photoshop and it's mm -hmm. serious, you probably ought to get a consultant to help you because what happened is they had a picture of, they were trying to make it look like Trump was with Epstein and on this couch with Maxwell and a bunch of girls and everything. Mm -hmm. The problem is when you looked at, I don't know if you saw that, when you looked at the picture closely and 
there was a leg missing. Mm-hmm. Like either, I can't remember if it was Trump's or uh, yeah. or Epstein, but it was one <laughs> of them. There was a leg it was missing. Like, obviously, I think it was I think it was Trump. They kind of photoshopped him in in a way, and it was not obvious. Except you counted the legs. Oh my god! <laughs> not right. You know what? That yeah. stuff goes on all the time. We have to be so careful with that in AI because you never know what yeah. you're really looking at. Megan uh, Kelly talked about um, Epstein coming back and directly hearing from him, and we had a caller, and this is very astute too because I think he's definitely right, stating that. No, it'll it'll be a video from him. And I'll even go as far as to say it might be an AI video that we hear this year um, because you never know what you're looking at anymore. So you have to be so right. careful. Except except when they when they goof it up, like yeah. one of the recent ones I saw was it was this little kid in Pal- in, uh, in in Palestine and they in 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 I mean in Gaza and they, mm-hmm. they he, you know he's raising his hand and it looks all kind of beat up and it says raise your hand if you're if you're uh, with with the, the the Palestinians but he but said the, the caption was count the fingers and he had six fingers oh no <laughs> yeah. oh now that's not to say there aren't there aren't atrocities being carried out yeah but but it's just that you know I don't trust everybody's lying no. everybody's talking you're you so know, right everybody's making the most of it you're so yeah. right give us the uh history and I appreciate you weighing in on that because the, the big golden question I've been asking is why is Trump running if he knows it's rigged and I want people to think of that as a very in a very objective way yeah. not a right or left way but when, when when people put Epstein with Trump, I think Trump met um, Epstein um, and, and found his wife through that ring. But as soon as he found out what Epstein was up to, he distanced himself. So um, there's so much to that we could talk to. But I want you to talk about the history of virology, because this is what people have this thing about virology. And it drives me crazy because I've done a lot of homework. You've done amazing research. Talk about that for just a moment. Right. And I'm distressed that some people now have and this could be the 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 counter intel guys right now they're saying oh anybody and i heard this i like that it's polly the amazing polly or something polly i quoted her early on in this thing because she was she was quoting some uh literature on psychologic you know warfare right and i thought she was really right on so i i followed her stuff i thought she was really good but now she's saying anybody that anybody that, that doesn't believe in viruses that is that is uh the, that's the, the psyop. That's that's counterproductive, and I'm going to just block them. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I think I think that's not the right way to go here because no. when you, I do have some background, not in virology per se, but I know how to look at history and papers mm-hmm. and medical stuff. And it took me a year really to convince myself that this was a scam about not just about the COVID, but rather that viruses don't exist the way we were taught in medical school and beyond. But beyond, but but that's a little. That's a little dense, and it's hard for people to get uh, their head around. Their head around it. Right. So I decided there's got to be a way to break this free that everybody can understand. And the mm-hmm. first thing I discovered, for example, is if you're going to take over the world and make it into the Truman Show, which we are living in the Truman Show, that's yes. not a metaphor. That's a blueprint. Yes. You've got to take over the scientists. And one of the things that you do, and uh, by the way, and the reason we believe the world that we were given is because we were born into it. We didn't know anything different, just like Truman, and because it's internally consistent. So everything they told us about COVID, it sounded all sciencey. It mm-hmm. sounded right, right? Mm-hmm. Even to those of us that had a, a reasonable amount of scientific education, it's just the devil's in the details, literally. And when you look at it, it yeah. all falls apart. So I started looking at, well, where did we get the history of virology? Who is the guy that's the foundation? You know, it mm-hmm. usually starts like we hear about, you know, uh, Louis Pasteur and bacteriology. Right. So what, who's the guy equivalent? 
Well, it turns out the guy's name is John F. Enders. And um, Enders, you know, my dad had three doctorate degrees, but he worked his way in the Depression through school by working on a road gang, okay? Mm -hmm. John F. Enders, on the other hand, inherited $19 million from his daddy in the Mm -hmm. early part of the 20th century. That was a lot of money back then. And he took himself to Yale, Mm -hmm. where he was a member of the Scroll and Key Society. Now, I had never, do you know what that one is? No, not the Scroll and Key. Okay, well, that's interesting. So if you don't know it, this is, See, this is, again, where they try and wave their hand over here so you don't watch them picking your pocket over here. Mm -hmm. They don't want you to realize what's really going on here. The skull and bones, like George Bush and John Kerry and all these guys are Mm -hmm. members of, we're led to believe, oh, that's that deep, dark, secret society at Yale. And it might be, but it's for the the lesser lights. Those are the chump change. The scroll and key society is the big money guy. Okay, I'm going to stop you. I want to stop you right there because we're going to go to a break. That way we can have all of that in one section. Be right back. More with the amazing Dr. Lee Merritt. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Hey, everybody, as we enter into 2024, this is really important. The banking crisis, which is kind of remaining kind of quiet, except for smaller banks are are failing as more centralized banking even happens at these levels right now that we're seeing. That's why we saw some of the bank closures uh, last year. As this enters stage two, this is really, really important. Investors are relaxed right now because they think the banking crisis is over, but it's really a big mistake. History shows that major financial crises unfold in stages and have a quiet period between the initial stage and the critical stage when it's too late to do anything. The next forecast that's coming, the more acute stage two of the banking crisis is coming after a quiet period, right? We know this. It's coming. Birch Gold is writing about this. They understand that there's this quiet period right now. This is the time, you guys, get everything you have at least backed by gold. It won't cost you anything, which is amazing. You can take advantage of this, at least get the information. Your IRAs, your retirement, are they short up? Are they backed by anything important, by any by any gold? Um, and make sure you buy gold and silver from Birch Gold. These are the people I trust, okay? And I love them. Um, you guys out there that have that have done this are saying such fantastic things about Birch Gold. I knew you would. And, of course, Ron Paul, Steve Bannon, uh, Ben Shapiro. These are all the people that use Birch Gold for a reason. They have a stellar reputation. Please text 989898. That's the phone number, 989898, those six digits. Text my name, Kate, as the message on your phone. And when you do that, you'll get some free information to look at. Please do this, okay? Just get the free information. Information is free, and, you know, you can't go wrong with information. And at least you'll have some answers on if this is something you should do, too. Thanks, you guys. Birch Gold is amazing. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk about them. Thanks a lot. This is the Kate Daly Show. Sure do love my country. Sure don't want to lose it. Back here with you, Kay Daly Show, on a Friday. And I've got the amazing Lee Merritt with me. And she's always a treat because we always learn something from Lee. Um, she's out there like a research hound. I mean, I know a few researchers that I really love to talk to. And she's she's de- most definitely one of them. Uh, Lee Merritt, let's talk about the group that you were just talking about uh, as we left off. Oh, yeah. So, so what I was saying is, is that 
uh, the guy that, that all of modern virology is predicated on one dude's papers. Okay, mm. This guy did some research. He got the Nobel Prize for it. Nobody's ever went b- b- gone back, apparently, and looked at this. Um, and and that, if that isn't right, then the whole thing falls apart. So I decided to really look at this guy. And um, as I was saying, he took himself to Yale in the 1916 or 17, and anyway, I think 1916. And he was a member of the Scroll and Key Society, which is the big money, mm-hmm. you know, I would say Illuminati yeah. scion place. Not There's three societies. There's the Wolf's Head, the Scroll and Key, and the Skull and Bones. We only hear about the Skull and Bones. I right. don't know anything about the Wolf's Head. But yeah. I'm just saying, this is, this is not, this is, as they would say in the Sicilian mob, this guy was a made man. He was not your normal student. Mm-hmm. Then... Interestingly, after he got now, if I if I had you on my podcast, for example, and mm-hmm. I have, but if I made a mistake on your biography, well, I'm nobody, you know. I mean, right. no, I can make a mistake, and it's not going to be the end of the world. But the Nobel Peace Prize people, when they give you the Nobel Peace Prize, they should have your biography correct. Yeah, and they put it on your site. It's a very formal deal. They have a site on it, and when you look at his biography, this is what he says, and this is when I just started laughing. It said he left World War One, or he left Yale. Uh, mm-hmm. In 1917, to go become a pilot to fight in World War One, he became a pilot in the Air Force with the rank of ensign. Now, I mean, I just started laughing because there was no Air Force in 1917. That's mm-hmm. not what it was called, and that wasn't until World War II time frame. We made it, it was the Army Air Corps. And the second thing is, there are no ensigns in the Air Force or the Army. They're all in the Navy. Yeah, I was going to say, I was an ensign. My okay? family's all Navy. So, yeah, go. Ahead. I know. So, yeah. so what this looks like, hmm. and it gets worse, but what this looks like is a Hollywood scriptwriter made up his biography of this guy. Like he mm. either he doesn't exist or he isn't who he said he was, but right. he made up this biography to kind of give him the imprimatur of something. I don't know, yeah. but they didn't have a good technical support. <laughs> well, it gets better. So then, then it says, it's interesting because Wikipedia says he's the father of modern vaccinology, vaccines, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't tell you what his PhD is. So again, I go back and I go to the Nobel laureate thing, and they say he got his PhD in bacteriology and immunology in 1930 at Harvard. Well, when I was in New York training at the University of Rochester in 1976, I remember immunology was a new specialty, so I thought, that's kind of odd. Mm-hmm. I went to the Harvard site. The first immunology PhD was given out in 1974. Wow. Now, this is not a small deal. Yeah. Okay? What we're seeing here is this, is this should be obvious to the average person that you shouldn't be making up somebody's history. And then this is the guy that just coincidentally is what the basis of all vaccines are based on. And I would tell you, and this we don't have to go into this part, but if you really look at what he did, mm-hmm. he equated a virus with a slurry of basically infected mouse brain solution. That's mm-hmm. what they called it. Yep. And they claimed that was the they, they equate that with the virus. They said we to to start, we're going to show how we're going to we're going to research how to culture viruses. And to start with, we started with the poliomyelitis virus right. in the form of infected mouse brain solution. Yeah, because they they okay. couldn't find a bacteria, so they went. Well, it looks like we have to name something new and create something new. Then, I mean, what a weird assumption to say we can't find a bacteria, right? Problem. So now we're going to just create something out of thin air. But it was, but it was oh, yeah. taken from that petri dish of bacteria, <laughs> right? Right, and just and just infected brain slurry. I mean, then they took that stuff and they put it in yeah. a series of monkeys, 
And by the time it got to the third monkey, the first and second monkey, they let it percolate in there for a while, and then they moved it to the second one. And finally, by the time they got to the third one, that monkey became paralyzed, and they said, wow, look, we did it. We showed that there's poliomyelitis virus in there. Really? I know. I mean, I think a high school, really, when you look at this guy's paper, and, and by the way, here's another point. You can't get at the original paper, at least little people mm. like me. It's all behind an institutional paywall. So unless you're at Harvard or one of these big places, you can't read what we are told is the foundation of all modern virology. You can't read about the Lansing poliomyelitis virus solution that he started with. It's all behind a paywall. Wow. Really, from 19, you know, 1930s, it's behind a paywall, and you really care about you know, somebody reading a paper not paying you, you know for what? it? I mean, We're- this is, it's, we're gonna, again, it's all smoke and mirrors. We're going go to we're gonna go to break. We're going to go to break. We're going to go to break. But what a great find. What a great find on his biography. Yeah. We just have to be paying attention. Be right back yeah. more with Dr. Lee Merritt when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Hi, my name is Peg. I'm a wife, mother, and grandmother. I love being with family. We have so much fun doing things together, and that is really the priority of my life. Family is so important to me, and I want to stay healthy so that I can continue to do the things that I enjoy doing with all of them. I try and exercise and eat well, and balance of nature just helps me to put it all together and take me over the top. I really am happy that I came across it, and I've been taking it for probably five years, and I will continue to take it. I would recommend Balance of Nature. It's so easy to do every day. I feel great, and who doesn't want to feel great? Go to balanceofnature.com and get 35% off plus a free fiber and spice supplement as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show for you. So glad that you're with me today. And of course, Dr. Lee Merritt's joining me. So I know that you just need to park the car or whatever you're going to do or sit and wherever you're just, you know. Pay attention because there's always a lot of truth bombs uh, when she joins us. So, of course, Dr. Lee Merritt, let's go back to uh, virology for just a moment because I love that you uncovered Ender's bio and how it was scripted. It was made up and there were so many holes in it. Um, And he's supposed to be the father of of virology. But please, please keep going. Yeah, I know. It's like, does the guy even exist? I mean, I can't even prove he exists. And I've had, you know, here's another point with this whole virology thing. The, the paper, the original paper that came out of China that claimed that it was, they, they, had, they had found the, the genome of SARS-CoV-2, mm-hmm. and they gave us this genome, which we made into a vaccine, okay? Mm-hmm. When I, you know, I'd been, I had that paper on my desk for a long time, but I decided to go back and look to see, now once I did this thing with Enders, I said, how many of these people on that right. paper can I verify are actually real? And it turns out, it's like 30 authors. I can only verify one. And guess who that one is? It's the bat lady of Wuhan, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In other words, a bioweaponeer is the only person I can verify as the real person on that. Everybody else, when you click on it, it takes you to a link that does, it's supposed to tell you that, okay, this is the guy, it, it, you know, this guy is the, uh, you know, assistant, you know, researcher right. at such and such institute or such and such, you know, university. 
but they don't, all the links fail. They oh, they either don't what? go anywhere or you can't find the guy. His name doesn't mm-hmm. show up. You know what? Now, it's mentally, they're you. all Chinese, but it's all in translation. So and there's something wrong with all this stuff. Yep. But here's the other, the other fun part. This is kind of fun. Okay. Um, it turns out that in World War II, because what, what the, the other thing you do, have to do to, to control the Truman Show of, of medicine and, and science is you have to control the scientific publications. And we all knew mm-hmm. that they were, they were, it was like, if you didn't speak, we always thought it was money. If yeah. you didn't have a, a product or something that went with their narrative, they were not going to publish your paper. Mm-hmm. But it's much deeper than that, because here's what it turns out. It turns out that the the, the majority, the vast majority of medical and scientific publishing is owned by the intelligence services. And this is how I found it out. In World War II, the biggest medical scientific publishing firm was mm-hmm. Butterworth. It was in England. And after World War II, two famous guys, uh, the grandson of Charles Darwin and Alexander Fleming, who discovered penicillin, they mm-hmm. went to the British government and they said, you know, we got hornswoggled by you know, not, know, not knowing enough about the science that was going on around the world before the war, and, and we don't want that to happen again. We need better science, medical and scientific publishing. And they went to the British government and said, we need to do something about this. And they said, no problem. And they didn't have to ask anybody because MI6 already owned the biggest publishing house in the world for medical and scientific stuff. Mm-hmm. But they got with the Germans now that they'd lost the war theoretically, and they, they, married, they married in with... Uh, Springer. They brought okay. Springer Publishing over, and they made a new company called Pergamon. Now, this is where it gets fun. Their first editor-in-chief was a guy named Robert Maxwell. Now, who's Robert Maxwell? Well, he's a double agent. First of all, he was an agent for the British against the Germans, but he was also a Mossad agent because he's married on the, buried on the Mount of Olives. But more famously, he's the father of Ghislaine Maxwell, sure. pedophile consort of pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. And if you wonder why pedophilia seems to be throughout this whole cabal system of control and why, you know, it's, it's like George Carlin says, it's a big club, but we ain't in it. Right. The, you, know, you know, I remember the Broward County Sheriff saying, yeah, it wouldn't be a good, when we got a pedophile case. We, didn't, we wouldn't have a good pedophile case if it didn't involve the Disney people. Well, wow. it turns out the CEO of Disney named his oldest son Robert Maxwell Iger because his, his Robert Are Maxwell was his best buddy. What? You know? Oh yes, I know. So, and, and, oh, and it gets better. So Robert, you know, you know who our Secretary of State is that goes over and, and mm-hmm. talks with Zelensky and all yeah. these people? Anthony Blinken. A. Blinken. I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. Anthony Blinken, whoever the heck he is. But he is the stepson of Robert Maxwell's lawyer. Oh, wild. It's all wow. connected. So all now we have the, the reason. So, so the reason that, that it's not just that they falsify data and yeah. science and that they falsify, they buy people to sign the papers and all that stuff. It's being run by the intelligence services. And you have to ask yourself why intelligence services are running scientific literature, because they know that we're in a false reality, and that's how they keep us in it. And I would argue, the, the, just like in the Truman Show, what was it that kept him on that island? If you saw the movie, he, mm-hmm. he lived his life on an island. And until he was 30, he didn't realize it was, a, it was an artificial thing. He was born into this reality yeah. TV show. Right. And he, couldn't, he never escaped the island because, guess what? They gave him a fear of the water. They, they particularly created this in this young child so he would never leave the island. What's our fear? How are they doing that to us? That's what I ask myself. Well... We have a fear of these viruses that, oh, I'm sick, and now what? it's got to be a virus, and i got to find out from the doctor what I've got, and I've right. got to do all this stuff. 
that is that is that is not what the way the world works. And the key point to understand why this whole thing about virology is so important is once you know it doesn't work that way. There aren't little invisible, unprovable little flying unicorns that come out of my mouth and go to you and make you sick. Mm-hmm. That isn't the way it great anti-human agenda. But what really it's all about is poisons and electromagnetic radiation. So we're being poisoned, our, provably our food, our water, our skies, everything. And they can create what we think of as viruses. They can create a look they can make it look like there's a viral breakout. They're making it look like there's a disease breakout. And keep in mind, disease does not mean infection. Disease means dis-ease. Anything that makes you right. uneasy, not, not well. Yeah. So it doesn't, if I turn on 5G in Cleveland, and mm-hmm. then I move over to, you know, uh, someplace close by, and then I mm-hmm. keep going town by town, it'll look to the public like there's some terrible thing spreading from city to city, and we better say, get in our house, and they'll convince us to do all these crazy things like standing six feet apart in a circle in the mm-hmm. floor. I mean, stupid stuff. Well, they can only do that because we believe it. It's not real. It's, it's yeah. like once we realize the, so our cage true. is made of thoughts and we realize that they're giving us false thoughts, we can get out of this. Because what they're doing is poisoning us and telling us it's a disease, it's, a, it's an infectious disease, and you need doctors, you need us to tell, us, tell you what to do. So true. You don't. So true. This it's... is how, you know, and that's, and that's what I've figured out is that, and I, I'm, a, I'm 71, I travel around, I, I hug people, I have sick people come to my house all the time and I treat them, and I'm telling you, I don't get sick. And the reason is because I've gotten rid of my parasites, mm-hmm. I use... I use chlorine dioxide as an anti-toxin, you know, I anti-detoxify myself every day. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I try to mitigate the electromagnetic frequencies, and there's some ways to do that, too. I we mean, should talk about is, 5G a little is, bit. Let's talk about 5G just yeah. a little bit, because I don't think people realize this is wreaking havoc on their immune system, and they keep thinking, I've got COVID and I'm sick again, and it's worse right. than ever. Okay, so... I think it's yeah. 5G that's making us very, very sick, but we don't realize it. It's all the same symptoms. Right, and, the, and, it's, and that's what, you know, remember, you're the one that got me on looking at old newspapers, and yes. I used that to get myself to look at the, the pandemic of 1918. Yeah. And um, that actually was all, it started with electromagnetism. It was, they used to call it telegrapher's disease. This was knowledge that we have lost in the 20th century. A lot of bad things happened about 1871. Yeah. And, you know, this is when our, we became the corporate America rather than, than the, the United States that we thought we had. So anyway, so what happened is we, we knew about the telegrapher's disease. It was people that were getting sick working under the newly laid telegram lines from the 1850s to, mm-hmm. the, to the early 1900s. And it was because... We are electromagnetic beings. The way we make power in, the, in every cell in our body is electromagnetic. We have little turbines in our mitochondria. It's really just like tiny submicroscopic Grand Coulee dams mm-hmm. that run on charge gradients. Hydrogen ions fall across. It doesn't use water. It uses hydrogen ions. It has a charge. And so when you step into an electromagnetic field, mm-hmm. it screws up your gradient, and you can't you can't get energy production going correctly in your cells. That's why Edison and Alexander Graham Bell got diabetes at a time that nobody had diabetes. Oh, we're going to come right back. We're going to come right back more with Dr. Lee Merritt. Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear this for sure. Be right back.
This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. All right. We draw, I, I, you know, sometimes the breaks are so hard because I want to just keep going with this great info. Uh, but I've got Dr. Lee Merritt. Make sure and visit our, our wonderful sponsors, Balance of Nature. You should be getting that product right now to get healthy. We need all health. We need all healthy hands on deck. So that's the way to get your immune system up is balanceofnature.com. And the code word is Kate. Okay. You'll get 35% off and free shipping has a, a money, money, guarantee on it so you're not losing it just try it okay and then also mypillow.com he was canceled from fox news by the way mike was canceled um support him support his organization my pillow has the best products and code word is kate and of course go to birch gold text 989898 and text my name and get that free information because there's a lot going on with money right now Okay, get solidified with your stuff with gold, please. Um, all right, you were just talking about 5G and what it's, what it's doing to us. Right, right. Dr. Lee Merritt. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because my, my son's an electrical engineer, my husband's an electrical engineer. They're the hardest ones to believe this because they live in the macro world. But in the micro world, what, 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 and it didn't start with 5G, it's all, it's all, radiate, all electromagnetic frequencies. Now, you can compensate. The body can compensate for a certain level of electromagnetic frequency, but I think that we are at the point now that we have passed that point. We cannot completely compensate. So uh, we, are, we are living in a time when all of our bodies, regardless of whether you've been vaccinated or not, are struggling to maintain normal state because you're working. It's kind of like a, a, a six piston car that only five cylinders are fi- you're only firing on five cylinders right? right it's just you're not quite right and and this is an assault against humanity they know it they know how this works okay um that's why there are two there are only two uh industries that you cannot do uh for medical damages mm-hmm. one is the vaccine industry and one is the telecommunications industry interesting and when you when you look at this well, disease what disease really is is your body's ability to eliminate toxins becomes impaired you know virus mm-hmm. interestingly when you think about who we, i call them the babylonian mafia or the kazarian mafia but they mm-hmm. speak the old language and in latin virus doesn't mean a little germ it means toxin or poison yes so they're spreading poisons they're getting into our system mm-hmm. and yeah. if you're a healthy young person and you've got a good immune system and you do the things I'm about to tell you, you can get rid of those toxins. They can get out of your system. Don't take vaccines. I mean, then you've got another level of problem, but I still think that's not a whole, I still think there are things you can do to get rid of those. I, I think we have solutions, but not saying it's perfect, but every day we're learning. What can you so, do? But the, but the problem is, is that at some point there's so many toxins, and here's how we get into trouble. This is like, how, how do, why do we have it? There's no influenza virus. How do we get flu in the winter? Well, mm-hmm. it's because in the winter, the sun goes down l- lower, mm-hmm. and you're, not, you're bundled up like it's freezing cold here with six feet of snow practically. We're just snowed in this weekend. So you're not getting outside. And when you don't go in the sunlight, you don't get the direct infrared light that causes your cells to get charged in such a way they can get rid of toxins. Mm-hmm. That is why people get sick in the winter. So the more, the more toxic you are going into the winter, the less, the, the less your yeah. innate immune system works, like the older you are, mm-hmm. um, 
you're more at risk. So that's why it's the elderly people that generally die in the winter. Now, this winter, we're seeing these rashes of younger people dying, Mm -hmm. but they took the vaccine that also damaged their immune system and may have put in antenna. You know, one of the things we saw in all this stuff is nobody knows exactly what's in these vaccines, but for sure we're seeing metallic kind of things like Mm -hmm. graphene oxide and these looks like metallic fragments, um, Mm -hmm. little even self-organizing chip kind of things in these uh, vials. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, it's making you more, probably more of an antenna for this this cellular radiation. And that's part speculative, but I think that's what's going on. That's one of the ways this can be happening. But that's why they're so insistent. That's why they're so insistent on getting them into you by force. Right. There's, yeah. And, and we, are, we are frightfully and wonderfully made, as it says. So they, they just couldn't take us down. They've tried. And in my whole medical career, I can tell you, after I got out of medical school and my residency, I started noticing how there is huge push. The Fauci boys early on, all these guys were pushing, pushing, pushing to get a universal vaccine. They talked about it in their meetings. They talked about, you know, it was, they were really trying to get us scared about something to give us a universal vaccine, but they just couldn't get it pulled off until COVID. Mm. COVID, they got that they did it. Now, and like I say, I've got a whole thing on my website, what to do for vaccine remorse. I think there are some things to help everybody. Don't, and I've had people, I've had patients come up to me and say, not patients, but people came up to me and say, thank you, I did your protocol, yeah. and I, I feel good now. I didn't before. Where so can they I'm not get saying I've got the perfect answer, but it, it helps. Lee, where can they get the protocol? It's not just a supplement. Right. Where can they get the whole protocol? Where do they go for that? Oh, it's at, it's, it, my website is, Three words, themedicalrebel.com. The medical themedicalrebel.com. Okay. Yeah, and it's under the red bar. Okay. There's a big red bar for COVID yeah. information or information. You push that and you get all sorts of stuff. I love that. Do you feel like they'll, yeah. they'll drop a real biological illness in the future or just use the fear again like they did COVID? Well, you know, James Giordano, who's the neuroscientist, that, that kind of the Dr. Evil kind of guy that mm-hmm. everybody loves to hate, but he, he teaches at the, at the military schools and things like this and works for DARPA. He, you know, he says you don't need a disease to take down a country. You just need fear of a disease. So we have to be cognizant of the fact that a lot of fear mongering is going on. In, in all sorts of ways. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows about this thing in Miami? But I think, I'm not saying, I, I actually do believe there are other sentient beings on this world, not just us, but whatever the truth of that is. Do you want to speak to that for, uh, people probably just went, wait, what? What happened in Miami? Will you speak to that for a minute? Oh, I know we only yeah. have about a minute left. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that big mall where they, they, they claim they saw these, uh, yes. six to, uh-huh. or these uh, eight to ten feet people yeah. walking around that looked looked alien. And, mm-hmm. and they had this, like, they show this video, this kind of insectoid kind of thing moving yeah. around. But it's all, when I looked at that from a distance, I've got to say, and, I, and I'm a believer, I believe in uncharacterized subterranean life forms and that we have an underground war going on. And I believe in a lot of genetic mm-hmm. engineering stuff that's coming out of these caverns. But I'm not sure I believe that one because mm-hmm. it's just too coincidental. Happened on January 6th anniversary. Happened the day they released the Epstein list. Right. Okay, uh, you know why would the aliens show up on that day? It's just too coincidental. And when you look at the people that they, the news reported on, like these mm-hmm. comments came up, 
they sounded a lot like the people from the Ohio train spill that turned out to be plants. I, mm. I, I don't know. This doesn't sound right to me. Yeah. Usually you have to listen to your gut for sure. I mean, I do. And, and leads me in a lot of places uh, that I wouldn't otherwise go. And so right. I can respect that. And people can find the, that protocol to get rid of this stuff because we're facing this 5G thing all the time now. And I know we only have about 20 seconds right. left, but we're facing this all the time. We've got to rid our body of stuff and get healthy again. This is ridiculous. Right. I, and, I, and I personally, I use, I have on, another thing on my site. I have a link to EMF Sol. Okay. And I think, that for my money, I'm not going to wear a rock around my neck on the basis that somebody told me it will protect me from the 5G towers. But right. I, these guys have bioassays. Mm-hmm. They can show you how their products work, and they can okay. prove to you they work. So I've been doing that for yeah. a long time. Is it perfect? Probably not, but it's the okay. best thing we've got right now. Other than... It. The we Medical need to take Rebel. Criminal cases against okay. this. TheMedicalRebel.com. Dr. Lee Mary, you're amazing. Thank you. And uh, I'll be back with Riley Gaines. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Kate Daly Show.